Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of NBFR Nah, but for real, I'm Jay, she's Allie, and welcome to the NBFR fam. So y'all, we gave y'all a lot of tea last week, okay? A whole lot of tea, so we gotta get back to, to getting real, okay? It's called Nah, but for real, for a reason. And it's time to do some healing work, y'all. So recently, I'm obsessed with The Real. If y'all haven't heard or understood by now, at this point, I'm obsessed with uh, The Real. I love that TV show and love all the hosts. So (laughs) they actually did um, a segment where they apologize to their old selves or apologize to themselves, period. Because some of them were just, I think some of them were recent as well. Um, It came from a mother's assignment to her daughter after her daughter basically got on herself and called, you know, call herself all type of mean words after not understanding her homework assignment. So her mom said, which sounds much like my mother. So I appreciate it. You're not going to be mean to yourself either. We're not going to do the whole bullying of yourself. That's not okay. You're not going to bully other people and you're not going to bully you. So she made this girl write a letter to herself apologizing like you should, <laughs> should queen. Um, and I thought that me and Allie should definitely try this activity out. And I'm encouraging all of y'all to try it as well. So over the week, we made letters to ourselves and apologized to ourselves. So without further ado, I guess we can get into Allie's apology letter to herself. Period. Let me see. Hold on. Let me make sure I got the right order because, Lord, mine came out to like two pages, three pages. Ooh, yes, baby. Allie had a lot to say to herself. I had a lot to say. So let me make sure. I think this is. this one alrighty y'all ready y'all ready here we go note to myself Alondra for (laughs) years I would hush you up I would take away your voice in hopes that others would like you maybe even love you the confusion and misunderstandings are not your fault no you do not have a smart mouth no you are not disrespectful you are a person just like them just like them you have thoughts and opinions I should not have dismissed them as unimportant Now I see that that dismissal led to you feeling unimportant as a person. And for that, I apologize. I apologize for not speaking up. I apologize for blaming you. I apologize for not seeing you for you. I see now that that left room for identity confusion and low self-esteem. It took years for you to see yourself as a human, a person with characteristics and skills. All you could see were the flaws, flaws in your looks, your behaviors, And I know some people's words and actions validated that narrative for you. It only took a few people to make you bite and consume such negative thoughts. But you were pretty good at putting on that mask, pushing through even the hardest days. I'm so proud of you, proud of what you've overcome, proud of what you're currently working on, proud of your choices and and where they have brought you to this day, proud of what you stand for, what you represent. You're constantly evolving, even if you don't see it. Every day you learn a little bit more and It all accumulates to these moments of exception. I know you can be hard on yourself and aim for perfection, but remember, there is no such thing and it's okay to mess up. In order to learn, you have to fail, which again makes you human. I apologize for leaving you. I left you in robot mode multiple times and neglected to even check up on you. I left you to survive and that's exactly what you did. And the cost of that was losing out on your present moments. Like I always say, awareness is key. You are aware of all that is going on and what has happened. Therefore, you adapt to it. Remember, you are strong. You are beautiful. You are kind. You are resilient. And you are that bitch. Period. Per. Okay, that bitch. (laughs) Period. So how did you feel when you were writing it? Because I know. 
<laughs> did I miss out on your tears? Okay, so no, my tears. Like you was you I was crying when I wrote Oh, mine. when I was writing mine? Uh, oh, I thought you meant for yours. I'm like, I love you, bitch, but goddamn, I wasn't that I wasn't that sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah, crying. you did miss out on my tears for mine. Okay, yes, because I was tearing up when I wrote mine. Like in the beginning, I was just like writing and was like around the part where I started actually like apologizing. That's where I got more teary-eyed. I was like, hmm. Maybe this is more deeper than I thought. And then, <laughs> like, um, I found myself moving on to, like, thinking about, like, I don't know. I have, uh, just overall, I felt emotional and at the same time relieved. Yeah. And let's see. Just aware. And that's why I put towards the end, like, the awareness is key. Like, I, I guess as I was writing, I was thinking. So some of it is like splattered. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that though. I liked it because it feels like it was real. Like it felt like you were literally just talking to yourself, which I had to sound like this in therapy, not for myself, but to my mom, which at first it was like very much organized. Like I have to write, you know, because I'm so used to writing. I, I write professionally. So I, you know, form it how I write. And then I'm like, girl, it's your mama. Like, <laughs> And it just start like pouring out on the page. And that's what I was getting like thoughts might not be organized but it's okay like it's mm-hmm. um so I like the fact that it was informal and I like the fact that it was it's still related like if it was published in a book people would be able to relate as well I feel like so many women go through the same steps of like we talked about in our previous episode hushing and mm-hmm. trying to be liked and not being yourself and then you turn around and you nobody likes you and then you're not yourself and I don't even like it <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like clusterfuck of, of emotion so yeah I feel like most if not all women I can't speak for everybody go through something similar where you're you know you're used to we're so used to being surveyed and so used to being watched that mm-hmm. we try to put on a face um instead of actually taking time to find out who we are and finally gets to the point where you're like 20 and you're almost in your 30s sometimes people shit 60s 70s where they're like man fuck I don't I haven't even met me yet yeah um and I think that well, was I think that's the hardest part it's like we put these expectations on children and that's mm-hmm. why I'm like I guess that's why I get into the line of work I do we put these expectations on children that they're not supposed to have an opinion as yeah. if they're not human and then it's like how do you expect them as adults to be able to express themselves that's where I felt like I don't really like to say victim of, but like, that's where I kind of fell into is I didn't know how to express. I was in college and literally did not know how to express myself. Yeah. Like, so things like that. I you say that but like I said, before, I 50, 60 year, year olds that we both know who fail to know how to express themselves mm-hmm. and even worse, getting to things like arguing in order to express themselves, yelling super loud in order to be heard for, you know, minor inconveniences or mm-hmm. things that they seem is inconvenient, which are just needs that they need for themselves as human because you've been told for so long that you were a burden right um or that your voice was burden, a burden which is crazy to me because I listened to this girl the other day and I'm like kids are literally no they serve no other purpose in general <laughs> to be a burden like not in their negative connotation but right. honestly, they have nothing much to contribute like in terms of they could they actually could help, help and that's what I'm saying like in terms of like but they can't if they can't talk or can't speak right. or can't perform as a human does and y'all are taking away the only thing that they can do and telling them that they're burdens but that's what they're placed here to do was to shake you know shake the ground and mm-hmm. change it's something be, you know right it's, it's okay to have a little burden it's okay to give you a break and look at something else and although your life may be different because of a child and the, your child's voice and 
you might it might be challenged that's a good thing that's mm-hmm. what children are here to do challenge you burden you make shake it like you know and that's okay and I, any children I, I doubt that are listening yeah, you probably shouldn't be listening but if you're a parent tell your child <laughs> that straight up it is okay for them to have a voice and it is okay for them to be wrong it is okay for whatever the hell yes y'all annoying and sometimes it's okay to say damn you getting on my nerve like straight up it's okay yeah <laughs> plenty of times when my mama told me now i'm just laughing because i know for a fact she's laughing she know what i'm saying but jesus christ you are annoying it's okay <laughs> <laughs> it's all right just don't make them feel as if that their voice is not important yeah and we hear that too many times with women so i definitely yeah. resonated with your letter and i feel so like i have a question really- Mm-hmm. being that y'all if you don't know by now this has been my bitch for like 15 16 years like hey i've known her more than i've been my like right. more than half of my life okay right so seeing the transitions from like when i was what well, how was i like seven what or eight we met i think you were nine. nine well nine yeah you were nine you you knew about me when you were eight but i met you when you were nine okay, okay. no 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 eight how old are you in fourth grade Eight, oh no, you're nine. You're nine. 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 Okay. Nine yeah. Okay. So nine. Being that I was nine years old and now I'm 25 years old, what like the transitions? Because you've seen me go through the right. transitions of literally probably this letter. Like you probably yeah. seen the me going through like robot modes and then me coming back and being able to like be expressive again. But then me like I'm just gonna stop. What like what transitions <laughs> did you see? I saw all of them straight up. I mean, we went to college together and I damn thought we I was gonna kill you at some points. But but I mean uh, like 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 from a child like from because when we from met, you being a child, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, from so from you being a child, when I first met Allie, she was very loud, very like flamboyant as most children are. Um at a little you can tell different children, and I wish that I, I kinda had this childhood at a at a very young age, Allie was a child. Like she you can tell that she got to be a child at home even if she was told whatever you know you were told that you were had a smart mouth or whatever in class and at school you obviously felt comfortable enough to be like I'm Ellie I'm loud I'm wild I'm free like (laughs) as kids should be but at an early age for me personally you know I was very envious of kids like that I was very observant Mm -hmm. and from a very early age I got taught I was very mature which is wrong in my opinion that you should you shouldn't tell a child that they're mature because then they start thinking that that that's how they should behave and that's how they should act cross my legs when I'm quiet that's when people like me or that when I'm quiet or you know when I'm only talking as an adult and only have a you know an argument I learned how to argue very early like very I was just mature very fast not in any like inappropriate way but right right I just was very observant and they picked up on that and I had I seen wiser before my years so people would comment on that and I thought that that's what made me special you know that's Mm -hmm. what made me okay but I did miss out on a lot of things that made me a child, like not feeling as comfortable and free. Like, I'll tell you, when she met me, I was not doing all that. I'm in the back of the class, like, sis, you're nine. Like, it's like I'm 23. What the heck? Oh, yeah, no, you're <laughs> doing a whole lot. I'm extra grown while you're playing. But um, yeah, like, you were really wild and just loving yourself. But you could tell, you can always tell because you wear a lot of emotions on, on you. Mm-hmm. Um, soon as stuff hit the fan for high school time you know time to leave you can tell the your foundations where your friends mm-hmm. um and so when that you know start shaking it was kind of like who am I like if you know if I'm not who my friends tell me I am if I can't be around my friends for them to tell me who I am who am I mm-hmm. and then it just came to this very dark like nonchalantness yeah when you're in high school I mean I'm sure you know high school just very just much like quiet 
especially your senior year, just very like over it, seeming like all the damn time <laughs> over it. Um, which was weird because Allie is literally the she's very, very animated and very extra. So um it went down. Then it, it would go up and down. Uh when me and Kendi went to town came to town, it would still be, you know, bubbly alley, but you know, over the phone it would be like, I'm not trying to make friends with these people. And I'm like, that's you know, that's not the alley I know. Like you are talkative, you wanna talk to people and make friends and yada yada yada. But at that point, it's like I don't know who I am anymore. If these people don't know me, then mm-hmm. like, you know, my foundation is is shaking. College, I mean, obviously we was both going through trauma out the ass, wanted to kill her, mentioned that several times. Um and then, yeah, you could tell when you got into therapy, stuff started picking up. Like, mm-hmm. now I see what I need to change. I see what happened. I see where I, I went wrong. And it's time to change it, even if it is shit when you're 20. Because like, you could have been 60. Like, just saying. I feel like it's a great time to learn who you are <laughs> in your 20s. So, yeah. yeah. I guess I asked you that because you, I was like, you saying my friends, like my, my, it's funny because it's like I can see that for sure. That mm-hmm. that's the thing that my plat like my stability maybe was mm-hmm. my like my the things I did outside the home. So like right. socializing, singing, like that type of stuff. So when I get into quiet, when I got into choir when I moved, it changed a little bit. Even in Clarksville, when I um got into like show choir, it changed a little bit, but it was still kinda like I was I was getting out there a little bit more, but it was still kinda like yeah i mean you were at the same school for a very long time in your childhood so you had the same friends and even when you moved you still had like we still hung out like i mean not moved, when you went to a different school we still hung out mm-hmm. um you made it a new friend who wasn't as- right the city it was the move and then it's just like okay well i don't know no damn body so who am i if don't mm-hmm. nobody know me who am i mm-hmm. and creating a new person for yourself at that age is it's difficult shit like that that's the most malleable time of your life where it's just like whoever you say I am that's who I am basically mm-hmm. for children that's dead ass like yeah my friend says I'm this so I'm this and I'm just now in my 20s getting out of that like mm-hmm. bitch you're not mean I just had to tell myself that the other day like how are you mean like there's right. no way there's no fucking way why are people plastering this on my head what the hell so I could definitely resonate with like people giving you a title and you sticking with it mm-hmm. so then when it's time to move and don't nobody know you it's just like well, then shit I'm not starting to scratch like what the fuck doing this all over again i worked 8 to 16 years on this like, right. no. not, yep shut down. <laughs> shut down i will be nobody i will be nothing <laughs> so i feel it um and i think other people will too for sure all right let's go ahead and hear that that uh that uh letter to jay my letter my letter all right i put mine in my notes okay I said, hey, you, firstly, I thank you for allowing yourself to open up to this prompt and realize that this is challenging. You are capable of hard things, and I commend you for committing to such, even when oftentimes I don't give you your accolades you deserve. I apologize for that, as well as misleading you to believe that you are only as intelligent as your less intelligent counterparts measured up to. I'm sorry for belittling you with malevolent words detrimental to your mental development, and understand that because of these words, you now have blurred vision of your potential. I want to remind you that you are capable, you are sharp, you are intelligent, and your intelligence is recognized and well-received. I also want to apologize for dimming your light in rooms where you have potential to outshine the sun, for muting your laugh, whose tune could have opened up for the symphony orchestra, for perceiving your humanity as too much or reckless. Jay, you are luminescent. Everyone sees it. And I apologize for handing you whatever metaphorical sunglasses I once did to stop you from seeing your own power. Your purpose hasn't stopped there either. You didn't deserve the harsh words that deflected you from seeing your outward beauty as well. 
Mirror should have been crafted just for you. I'm sorry for making you feel as though aging was a choice and even worse that it was villainous. Every stretch mark, curve, spot, scar, etc., is simply an adornment and an attest to your livelihood. You earn every stripe and will live to learn, live to earn more. Love every, love them every step of the way. Love your body at every size and at every age. I'm sorry for making you uncomfortable in a way that I maintain your physical body. You're not European, and therefore you should not have been compared centric standard that you would never amount to. You are beautiful, black American queen, and deserve to be appreciated for it. Appreciated for it. So I'm sorry for not recognizing soon enough. I'm sorry for not recognizing that soon enough for allowing ex- outsiders to pick you apart and pressure you into feeling as if all of you was too much to handle. I'm sorry for subscribing to any false narratives that were undeserving of love, whether someone else's or your own. Jay, you know the real, true, authentic you. I'm sorry for distracting you for, from getting to know us fully. And although I'm finding myself, I'll find myself apologizing again. It's nice to finally meet you. Then. <laughs> I'm so dead. He said, I apologize, and that's nice to finally meet you. <laughs> nice to finally meet you. How did you feel writing it? Uh, the same. Very emotional, uh, especially when I start thinking about like my intelligence, because a lot of times I am challenged, and I've always been challenged for my intelligence, like measuring up to my brother, who y'all, I promise y'all is a genius, like straight up. <laughs> Measure up to my brother or just take, you know, like I said, having to mature very early in terms of taking responsibilities for people in my life and just had a very, you know, caregiving spirit and just trying to have intelligence for situations that either I wasn't prepared for. So I made myself feel like I was stupid or um, just I wasn't mentally or developmentally ready for things like that. Like it wasn't my fault. So having to apologize to myself for being developmentally where I was supposed to be was hard because it's just like girl you you were correct it's okay that you were not three in Einstein like that's it's all right for you being normal um that was really difficult for me to get through and then just like the thought of like all the times I compared myself to European beauty standards like I just it kept coming up like it wasn't even just I've never really compared my face (laughs) but like especially body standards like trying to be slim and trying to be I'm like girl you ain't never been like it's no point of trying to be something that you'll never be it's no point and doing this is only hurting yourself not feeding yourself going on diets and telling mm-hmm. yourself that this this and that like it's okay to eat and it's okay to be hungry and it's okay to be black <laughs> straight up it's okay to be black it is okay um and it's okay to be intelligent and be black and be yourself and be black and be loud and be black. And I've been, you know, punished multiple times for being loud and being black. And that hurt me as well, because I'm just like, dang, I just let people shut me up knowing damn well I had shit to say mm-hmm. and got to a point where I'm just like, well, if nobody asks me, then I'm not saying shit. Like if nobody comes to me, then I'm not saying shit. When you definitely had shit to say that was very much important and it probably could have saved somebody's life. Like, mm-hmm. yep honestly so it's been a lot of times even now that I still struggle with where I'm a loud ass bitch like I had to literally come to terms with you came out loud you came out and not always a lot of times people turn to me thinking well Jay has to answer not all the time and it's okay not to have to answer and not to beat yourself up for it just because you're the loudest one in the room you're like today I ain't got shit to say right. and that's okay too um I'm not always gonna have the answer and I'm not always gonna be quiet and I'm not always gonna be this monolith person that y'all can just look for and think I'm gonna always be the same like growing every day and it's okay 
Um, also the whole aging thing that really tore me apart because I'm like this whole 20s thing is I talked about it before it's annoying as hell you're changing every day my body is different I got hips that came out of nowhere like annoying so like we beat ourselves up as women so much for aging like naturally and feeling like we're less beautiful if we're less childlike which is fucking weird so just having to think like Adults are the ones who should be in relationships, Jay. So if somebody don't want you for being an adult, they're the creepy ones. Like, it's not you. Like, Mm -hmm. it's normal to have an adult woman body, to have stretch marks and to have lines and marks and aging and different things. Like, it's okay. And it's going to happen. And it's normal. And shit, if somebody doesn't appreciate it, that's just them. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a lot to apologize for. I'm sure I have way more to apologize for (laughs) just on a daily basis. (laughs) Um. But yeah, it definitely helped me feel, like you said, relieved, like, my bitch said, it's okay, bitch. And I said, okay. Period. <laughs> she said, it's okay. You good. We got right. It. You good, sis. You ain't do too much detriment. We still, we still here. We still pushing. That's all that matters. It's all right. But um, yeah, I definitely feel like this is an assignment that we should assign kids for sure like anytime I'm definitely using this on my kids like you are not hearing bully yourself in my presence absolutely not get that paper mm-hmm. like you're gonna get in just as much trouble as you would to bully somebody mm-hmm. else if you bully yourself <laughs> you don't deserve it either you're not about to sit not in my presence not in my house and I feel like that should be told like and especially because we are the ones who form these opinions very early on with our kids like yeah we're the ones a lot of times who making although you might not stay straight up that you're stupid you ain't telling them that they smart right you ain't telling them you're not acting like it like it's the action you're not acting like it you're not when they're doing homework and they're not understanding you're getting frustrated as if it's a burden Mm -hmm. to not understand stuff Mm -hmm. and although it's annoying to not understand stuff it's human like so i found a lot of me apologizing for not allowing me to be human like and i felt the same way with the real a lot of them just didn't allow themselves to be human um Adrian's bothered me, but it, it resonated with me with the whole body dysmorphia thing. I don't think I have, well, I know I don't have body dysmorphia, but just thinking like I have to be this certain way or this certain size in order for people to like me or not even for me, it wasn't so much as like me for it, but in order for me to like myself, mm-hmm. like feeling like this is how I have to be. And that's not true. Um, I have to be healthy. I'm not going to apologize for, I'm not going to not feed myself the fuel that I need mm-hmm. and not feed myself the nutrition that I need but at the same time I'm not about to beat myself up for liking hot crunchy girls I'm not gonna beat myself up for wanting nachos at the movies like right I'm not gonna do it (laughs) um something my therapist said the other day that like really stuck with me is like you deserve all these things like the job that you have and you know you give yourself credit for that you give yourself your credit for graduating and for making friends and for being a loyal friend but you need you deserve to have fun too like you're you're deserving of your mistakes Mm-hmm. because they make you human and you're deserving of falling down you deserving of slamming your finger in the car door like i did yesterday <laughs> and all of the above you are very much deserving of all of it so it's okay like don't beat yourself up for it like anytime you go and grab a snack that you know that is not the healthiest it's okay this shit's there for a reason it's fun and it's it's, it's all right to have fun in this life <laughs> we only here for a little bit like you got to appreciate every moment of it. So for sure. I really encourage everybody to do this assignment. It was very much relieving. It was. Get a good cry out. Therapeutic. Get a good cry out. This is something I definitely want to like add to my journaling. It's just good apology every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Tell myself like, mm-hmm, don't be beating yourself up. 
Because yeah. we do. I feel like we beat ourselves up more than anybody else. For and sure. We always say that, that we're like our our most... Um, harsh critic. Yeah, our hardest critic. Yeah. And I feel it because I've definitely never been bullied by anybody else. Um, and I'm working through that now where me and my therapist where I've never she's like where are these thoughts coming from I'm like I don't know because nobody has said this to me I don't know <laughs> I don't know and the only person who said this is me and she's like well you got to figure it out girl I don't know <laughs> the only person I know who said it was me and nobody tell me this. Yeah. it's coming out of thin air I'm just believing shit that never was said to me or never has been done <laughs> I don't know but a lot of times like you said earlier you you're comparing yourself to other people and what they say mm-hmm. to other people who might have done something that you've done and then you're mm-hmm. like well, they're a bad person if they do it then I must be a bad person if I do it mm-hmm. like all type of shit so just give yeah. yourselves leniency I'm not saying fuck your lives over and then apologize later like no like still make conscious decisions <laughs> still try to make conscious decisions but, but forgive yourself for those forgive things. yourself for those fuck up mistakes even if they are whatever if they seem like they're the end of the world, they're not. They're not. Especially your childhood. So because Lord knows that they did not give us the, the leniency that we deserved as children, for sure. Hmm. For sure not. But yeah. Huh, let me know if you're do- gonna do this assignment in the comments. Let us know if you need any help with this assignment. You know, Allie has training in this type of shit. Ask her for help. Um, don't ask me for help, but I can prove free. <laughs> I can prove free for sure. Make sure that you're subscribed to our channel at NBFR Podcast. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias at NBFR Podcast. And make sure that you're following Allie at Alain and following me, myself, and I at HJ Rose. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.